Oh, well, muttered Eddie. It doesn't really matter that much, I suppose. No, I don't suppose it does, replied Les slowly, his antenna still up and rotating a little. There was silence in the office for a moment or two, then Price spoke. OK, now what's this about you wanting to take a week off from work? Just piss off and leave us all in the shit when we're busy. The silvery-haired casino owner shook his head from over his glass of scotch. God strike me, you're good. As if life isn't just one big holiday for you as it is. Pig's ass," replied Les. In fact, I wouldn't mind a month off, to tell you the truth. But a week will do. I just want to get away for a while, recharge my batteries. Fair enough, conceded Price. In fact, you've been looking a bit ocean liner ever since you got back from Cooktown. Price smiled round the room. I reckon the big bludger got up to something up there and he's not letting on. A bit of heavy tooling or something. Les shook his head. Nah, it was just the heat and all that driving. It's caught up on me. Driving? exclaimed George Brennan. What are you talking about, you cunt? You flew up and back. Business class. Yeah, but I had to drive to Cooktown in the wet season. Wet season? George shook his head. I don't believe it. So said Price, when George had finished. I suppose you've got plenty of money to blow on a holiday. Nah. Les shook his head emphatically. In fact, I'm shorter than Toulouse Latrec's little brother at the moment. Price shook his head sadly. Shit, that's no good. The casino boss looked at Les for a moment. I'll tell you what I'll do. How would you like a week at Shoal Bay? Shoal Bay? Norton's eyebrows knitted. Isn't that up in Port Stephens, the other side of Newcastle? That's it, nodded Price. My darling wife owns a block of units up there. There's one vacant at the moment and it's all yours for a week if you want it. Twenty seconds from the beach, two minutes from the pub, fully self-contained and rent-free. What do you reckon? Les looked at Price for a second or two. Norton had heard a few good things about Port Stephens, and he'd always wanted to check the place out. He'd be a complete mug not to take up an offer like this. OK, Price, he said. You've got me. Thanks a lot. For you, Les, me old china plate, it's a pleasure. Price smiled benevolently around the office. Fair dinkum. Am I a good boss or what? Les raised his bottle. You'll get no argument from me on that. Thanks again. You'll like it up there, said Eddie. It's the grouse, good fishing, beautiful beaches. Yeah, I've heard a bit about it. Warren goes up there now and again. I've just been up there for a few days myself, said Eddie. You have? Eddie nodded. Eh? In fact, I might even go back and join you for a couple of days. You what? Norton's antenna started to rotate. Listen, hang on a second. When you go back somewhere and join people for a couple of days, certain citizens around that certain somewhere have a tendency to disappear, never to be seen again. 
Les turned to Price. Righto, what's going on? I should have known this was too bloody good to be true. Bloody hell, said Price. Talk about a suspicious, ungrateful bastard. I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I didn't quite come down on the back of a turnip truck from Derren Bandy last week, said Les. Though I'm sure certain people in this room think I did. OK, Eddie, sighed Price. You tell him what's going on. Thanks, grunted Norton. All right, said Eddie. I'm going up there to get rid of a crooked cop, a detective. Oh, is that all? Les gestured round the room with his beer. I mean, doesn't everybody go for a holiday and put a few bullets in a cop while they're doing nothing else? Go on, Eddie. It's not quite like that, Les, said the little hitman.